0: Hey, family, what's going on? Good morning. It's Sunday, it's the Lord's Day, and uh, I'm so happy to be here with you. Uh, I had a thought about the blind man and when Jesus restored his sight. Uh, I want to read this and and then go through it with you. It's in Mark chapter 8, if you want to follow along or just listen along, it's all good. Uh, Mark chapter 8, we're going to be in verse 22. I'm reading from the NIV version. It reads, They came to Bethsaida. And some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hand on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored. He saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. Interesting story. Um, A few things just really stuck out to me and I want to just jump into it. Um, Number one, that people brought the blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. I love this part. I think out of everything else that I read in the story, I love this part. When, when you were blind, or you were crippled, or you were a leper, or what whatever your condition was, if you were quote-unquote normal, you were outcasted. You were set aside uh, from everybody else. However, the Bible says that this man had a village looking after him. The whole village brought the man. The people came... And they brought the blind man and they begged Jesus to touch him. It's so interesting. Like, I I wonder. I wonder how many people are suffering. How many people feel alone? How many people feel like they have nobody else that they can turn to? Not even their own family. And it's interesting that these people they brought the blind man and they begged Jesus, "Do you have a squad around you that's going to beg Jesus on your behalf? Do you have a squad of people, I don't care if it's blood or if it's I don't it doesn't matter. These people were invested so much into him. That they brought him to Jesus and they begged Jesus. They knew that Jesus was in town and they said, we're going to bring him to Jesus. As a collective, do you have a squad? Do you have a group of individuals a family or friends or a hybrid of both that are gonna that are gonna solicit Jesus for you, yo. We gonna we gonna take this in prayer for you. That's so huge. A lot of people are dying physically alone. Some people are dying because they have no one else around them. Dying spiritually, dying emotionally. He he had a squad. That they knew Jesus was in Bethsidia and they brought him so Jesus did. We know you can do this, Jesus. Do your people have more faith than you? If you're the person, they always say that you don't want to be the most intelligent person in the room. You don't want to be the most, you don't want to be the person with the most faith in the room either. Your people got to have more faith than you. When you bring your problems to your people, can they be like, you know what? Nah, it ain't going to go down like that. Sis, I'm praying for you right now that your marriage get restored. Sis, nah, I'm praying for you that that goes away in the name of Jesus. Do you have your squad that has more faith than you? Or do you have the most faith in your squad and they can't speak into your life? I'm just saying... This man wasn't the most faithful person. I'm not saying about uh, uh, about what he was doing was right or wrong. I'm just saying that his people had more faith than him, and they and they knew about Jesus and they begged Jesus. They begged Jesus. Jesus, come. We know you could do it. Come heal him, Jesus. So interesting. The the. Uh, Christ, the, the purpose of church is not just to go to church on Sunday mornings. I believe the purpose of church is family. The purpose, of, the purpose of church is community. And when we go to church, you need to have a community of people. And church don't necessarily mean the building or the people in the building. But your, your, your community could, could be the people you talk to day in and day out. It could be your best friend. It could be your mom's or whatever it is. But your, your, your church community doesn't necessarily mean that they go to the same building that you do. Your faith community are people that you're rolling with. In the name of Jesus. Can you sit down and talk with those individuals about what you're going through? They know you're blind. They know you got your problem. They know you got your addictions. They know that you hard-headed. They know that you act tough. They know that. And you know what they're going to do for you? Do you have that squad that they can solicit Jesus, beg Jesus to heal you? So vital, so important. We need that. We need that because a lot of times, just like this blind man, we can't do it on our own. The trick of the enemy for the church is that you can do it on your own. Your success is going to do it for you. The degree is going to do it for you. The house is going to do it for you. The car is going to do it for you. The promotion is going to do it for you. If I have what they have, I can do, I'll i be better. Only Jesus can do it for us. family. I I encourage you to get with people that are going to solicit Jesus on your behalf and pray for you when you're blind and, and, and when you're blind of your stuff. We're going to do part two and maybe a part three. But family, I got stuck on this. I had more to say today, but I had I got stuck on this. Who you rolling with? God bless you.